That means Max Wrestling's episode 386. Still your television champion. That's right. Do not adjust your listening devices. I am your host for this evening, El Jefe Moses Marquez. And to my right, maybe your left or up and down. I don't really know the way how fucking Skype works. The one, the only, the man they call DC, Daniel Crimmins. Good morning, brother. How you doing? I am fantastic, Mo. How are you? Brother, it's it's early as over here. It's early over here. Daz says it all the time. He understands it, but it's early over here. All right. He he understands it, but does he really? Does he really? Oh, he does. He's got the kid now, so he understands on some levels. But he is off on hiatus this week. He uh, he has some uh, some vacation. I don't know what he was doing. He's out hanging out on an island with some new fucking cool belt and some shit and. Whatever, so I'm here doing his job because somebody's got to do the job. Hey, anyway, th- this ship doesn't stop running. You're telling me, brother. So coming off of last week's promo slam and a hot night for Max Wrestling, uh, our most successful episode of the year so far. We were somewhere around 19,000 views right about now. And as sure. you heard last week, the captain is taking the week off to celebrate. That's what it is. He's celebrating his title reign like a dickhead. That's why he's at the beach. So, but he will be here as promised later on in the show. Cutting a promo, well, that's everything we do. It's all promos these days. But he's got a message for us, so God only knows what he's got to say. Uh, SummerSlam happened this past weekend in the new, brand-new Triple H era. And you know what? It was actually pretty damn good. It was, you know. I, we, what's the terminology we use? We were sports entertained. It, that we were. And, you know, it, was it perfect? No. No. But was it a step in the right direction? Absolutely. I'm so glad that you said that. Was it a step in the right direction? So that leads us directly into the first segment of the day. Lay the talk down. We're hitting up TikTok three questions for him. Let's get it. We told the AEW guys to stay away. I don't play that game. So let's get into why All right, TikTok, you know how it goes. Stitch, comment, duet down below. Three questions for you. These are actually getting posted. I don't give a shit what nobody says. Question number one. Was SummerSlam a step in the right direction? It may be an obvious question, but I want to know how you truly feel. Was it a real step in the right direction? Were you sports entertained? Did you enjoy wrestling? What about it to you was the step in the right direction? Number two, since we're talking about creative pushes. Is TK's reign as creative booker 
already starting to turn for the negative. I want to hear your explanations. Is he going soft? And the third question of the day. Why, oh, why is Madison Rain still wrestling? I want to know, are you excited for Madison Rain's return to professional wrestling? And are you excited for her to be a part of anything creative? It is all creative this week. I'm with DC on that one. I'm going to stitch my own video on this one. So you ready for a long explanation? Stay tuned to TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. You know how it does. Stitch, comment, duet. Hit me with those, and we'll catch you around the band. All right. So we got to talk about those real fast. I mean, the top story is obviously SummerSlam. Uh, we'll get into that first. So actually, you know, fuck yeah, let's get into SummerSlam. I want to get the goddamn results skis here. And the biggest one, let's just be straight here. The biggest one was obviously the main event. Somehow, someway, Roman and Brock, after fucking seven years of main eventing, seven years, I swear it feels like. It was, has it really been that long? Something like that. It's, the first one was Mania 31. 31? Yeah, 31. Because that was the one where Seth, where Seth cashed in, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And we're at, what, 37, 38 now, I think? Okay, so yeah, about six, seven years. But it took him that long to have a great one. This last man standing match, of course, you had the farmer Brock out there with the tractor. And all the TSK asked the same question right as he pulled it up. Who the hell is going to drive that tractor back? Ain't nobody in that goddamn fucking place has a fucking a, a, a class A license to drive that tractor. Let alone they probably nobody knows how to turn the thing on. Well, not only that, but it's, it's like you got to figure that ramp was not a straight that aisle was not a straight shot. No, like you got to know some maneuvering skills, man. And like even if you got somebody guiding you, there's no way. So you might as well just leave that shit there until somebody until they clear everything out. And then do it. Yep, clear it all out. You know, get it out of there. The flip. Were we going to tear the ring down as soon as everything else gets torn down, bud? As soon as everything else gets torn down. But I mean, the 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 tractor got put into use like twenty minutes. Well, actually, no, he got put into use like a like from the jump. Fucking Brock stands on top of it, and the first time he's ever done a high flying move since I and I. This is literally what I said. The first time he's done a high flying move since he almost broke his neck, which is probably the truth. He did break it. He did break his neck, which is probably the truth. And it was it was hilarious because again, you don't see Brock Lesnar do these things. But it was it was great. The whole thing about it was great. The story was great. Um, Brock is was literally. He went from the monster that you used to get pissed off because he wouldn't die. And now he was the monster that you're like, wow, he's taking all of this punishment. Yeah. The fact that he's able to flip us on a coin just proves how good he truly is and how much like we, as sometimes the haters can be, we, we got shut up. You know what I mean? We got told to sit on, relax. We got humbled. That's the word I was looking for. We got humbled. And you know, we even got Paul Heyman taking a bump. Paul Heyman taking bumps, man. Oh, I'm loving that. Yeah, that was the, good stuff. The only thing that, honestly, as a fan, I'm getting sick of, every Roman match follows the formula. 
Roman gets beat down. Usos get involved. Roman wins. Yeah. And I get it. Heel formula. Totally. But I, at times, would rather see a heel squeak out the win on his own. Yeah, exactly. What happened to the good old, you know, uh, fucking foot on the ropes? Pull yeah. the tights. You know what I mean? Dirty pins. Like, it, if you really want to get dastardly heel, do it on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's always that stipulation of, or there's always that speculation, I should say, of can he win on his own? Can he win without the Usos? If the Usos weren't there, he wouldn't win all the time. Okay, cool. Then prove it. Prove that he is that sneaky of a bastard. He is he's a sucker and succotash of a son of a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, but again, to, to, I could go on and on and on about this one. This was probably the, and I hate to say it like this because I'm already going to get some backlash. It's probably the first five-star match I've seen from the E in a while. And it was because I was so sports entertained. It had nothing to do with in-ring action, out-of-ring action. It was entertaining. It was a fun fucking story. Exactly. You know, it to see the ring like that. I mean, a if I was if I had one of those seats, I would have been pissed. You know, right? Like, uh, well, bud, now I can't see jackass shit. But hey, you have to find a monitor somewhere, thinking like, okay, what am I? What am I looking at here? Yeah, but no, it was it was a fun match. Like, and is it going to be their last one? We already know it's not. No, it's not. Like, Brock's going to come back at some point. You know, I, I was honestly more surprised that we didn't get a successful cash-in. Yeah, well, I mean, they did tease that. I, but the bell, the bell never rang. bell never rang. Which is, they, you know, I we kept saying that it, it was like, he's if he has, like, we can't, you can't have him have a failed attempt. The failed attempt thing is meant for, you know, dumb shits. And he's actually trying to get pushed or they're actually still trying to push Cena, him even though Vince is Cena out. Though. Cena when he cashed in he failed. Yeah, that's true. But I mean you're talking John fucking Cena here. You're you're talking he guy did. that was what 15 did. time world champ at the time. He did not need it. Exactly. So it's not necessary. But however, you will kill this kid's momentum doing that. I think and maybe this is just me. I think where Vince still in charge, Theory would be champion right now. And you know what? It would that would be one of those cool pop factors that once in a blue moon Vince would give us. And again, we even said it's like if it, as uh, as expected as it kind of was, it was one of those like oh well, there's a there's that probability, there's the twenty percent probability that that's going to happen, or fifteen percent probability it's going to happen. And it would have been like, holy crap, they actually pulled the trigger. See, I don't think that's gonna. I think theory. We know it's inevitable. It's like Thanos. It's it's inevitable. Yeah. I think it's going to happen at Clash at the Castle. Hey, you know, international waters, big moment, gigantic moment. I don't hate it. But you know what? This is probably what would have needed to make just to be a giant McDoucher. It would probably be like it's uh, like Roman and Drew. And then he just pins Drew. Yeah. That way, Roman still looks good. Roman looks strong. Yep, they're gonna. They would pin the Scots. They would. They would pin a gigantic fucking European star when their first time back in Europe. Are you? That, that, yep. Yeah, they fucking would. The, the only other way is you know to have Drew win it 
by pinning theory. You know, that's the only again, other thing that I see. But then again, you're 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 ruining that whole thing. Again, we can go on and on. I got to talk real quick about the live Ronda thing. So it was one of those double finishes, if you will, as the ref is counting three because Ronda has the armbar in and Liv is standing up. Liv taps at two, but the ref obviously is too busy counting, doesn't see it. Liv's still champion. They're built. They're gonna, gonna. They're going to continue this feud. Something tells me we're aiming towards a submission match. Yeah, where Ronda gets her belt back. I think ultimately, and I think this is long-term storytelling, which we all love that shit. We, we do. I think what we're going to see happen is Ronda's going to get it back. You know, we're going to get heel Ronda, which we all know is the better Ronda. Mm-hmm. She is not a good face, never has been. No. You know, I, I don't want to see the, oh, happy go lucky I'm so happy to be here. You, yay. No. You know, you're full of it. Give me the monster. You know, give me the bad bitch from the UFC. There you go. I mean, not the one that got Holly Holmes. Not that one. No, no, no. Um, but I think what's going to happen is I think uh, Becky's going to win the Rumble again. Be the first two-time Women's Royal Rumble winner. And we're going to get Becky versus Ronda at Mania. Well, see, that's where I'm a tad worried because, unfortunately... I watched Raw highlights. I had to do it. I was like, I was almost committed enough to watch Raw itself. Um, schoolwork, it's way more important. Oh, yeah. So Becky shows up in a sling. She has a separated shoulder. She's out for a hot minute. I think Mania is off the table. Separated for shoulder. Now. For now. For now. I mean, the reality of the matter is, is I swear to God, I swear to God, fucking pro wrestlers and these injuries that like when you hear about these injuries, like in the football world, you're like, bro, there's your season. They take extra precaution. These motherfuckers, I'm back in four weeks. What the fuck? Yeah. How and the why? I mean, how many times do we see it with Cena where you know, like you think, oh, oh he's done for a year. That guy's fucking the one year that he was out, he got hurt in like November. Remember when he got hurt in November, and you're like, "Oh, he's gonna be out for ten months." Shows up at Rumble and wins it. Yep. Like, so I mean, I guess it all. If she needs surgery, Mania's off. It's not. Yeah. If she doesn't, then you know, uh, I don't know. I, honestly. Ronda versus Liv was not bad. Was it the better women's match that night? No. No. Becky or Becky versus Bianca was great. Oh, you know, it was way better. Great opener. And then, of course, you had the awesome moments that followed where, you know, you had Bailey's return, which everybody loved. And then, uh, and co- somebody correct me if I'm wrong, the now rehired. Dakota Kai mm-hmm. and the and the debuting Io Shirai. Or I guess it's Io Sky now, which I Io Sky. I don't hate that name. I don't I hate don't it. hate it. I just hate that they had to change the spelling. And you know, I think part of it is you need and I hate to say it, but you need main roster appeal. You need to appeal to casuals. Like they're gonna hear Shirai and they're 
They're going to mispronounce. No, 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 no. I'm not. That's not what I'm. It's they changed the spelling of EO. That's right. Wasn't it like E O Y now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that, and I'm like, why? Just make it EO Sky. I like why? Like why? We don't need to change every kind of little dumb aspect. I understand that Sky move. That's fine. We can rock with that. But did we like? I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just being nitpicky. Could have been worse. It, it, you're a thousand on that one. It could have been worse. Uh, speaking Wait. of something that could have been worse, Logan Paul and The Miz. This guy is getting so much fucking praise. Yeah. And, and I don't want to say he doesn't deserve it, but I need more. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I, I was like, I really, I'm not trying to, because I have no negative for him. I've got none. He's got it. He understands what the business is. He's athletic as all fucking hell. As a person, can't stand him. Oh, yeah. That, that, sh- there you go. We're, we've always been there. When you're performing, that's different. But <laughs> behind the scenes, I'm like, dude, I can't. You're one of those dudes where I just cannot take seriously. Uh, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Call me a hater. Call me whatever the fuck you want. I just, I've never gotten behind the Logan Paul character, the whatever, him and even his brother, you know what I mean? So I just, but, but in this, he was really good. Oh yeah. I, I enjoyed what he did. Um, I swear to God, I read on, 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 fa- on somewhere on Facebook. I, I, I've literally tried to stop all incoming wrestling news things. Cause just the fucking comment sections are toxic as all hell. Oh God. But actually, one of them, uh, not a comment section, but one of the headlines was Logan Paul is better than than or is better than Dominic Mysterio. And it got me thinking, is that because it's newer and fresher or is that legit? You know what I mean? Because I remember when we would not stop talking about Dominic. You see, I, I think part of the problem is, I mean, I think it's a lot of things. It's newer. You know, Logan Paul's had two matches now. This is his first singles match. On the other hand, you know, he isn't he doesn't have somebody that he's riding the coattails off of. True. Dominic has yet to have a singles feud where he's just him. Yeah. And I I made this, you know, this point in TSK, you know I did. What is he going to do when Ray finally hangs it up? Yeah, that's been a question that's been staring for months. And the problem is, and, and the WWE has done Dominic no favors, and it is not his fault. Nah. He should have spent time in NXT. Real time. Real time. That's the thing. And you're, you, you're fucking nail on the head. I understand his appeal, but look, hey, look where McAfee started. Look, and then look at who he started with. You're, if you were that worried about Dom in a singles career of any kind, you hand him to indie guys exactly. who are used who are used to dealing with dudes that have minimum of like two three years in the ring. They're the guys that are fresh as shit. They know how to deal with them. They know how to talk to them. They know how to work with them. But yet you're sending them up there. And you're kind of just expecting him to know it all. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was impressive. But when you're teaming with your dad, who makes everything look easy, even though he's fucking fumbling and stumbling sometimes, it's and, hard not to, you know, be good. And part of the good. problem, at least for me, is 
he's doing the same moves as his dad. Yeah. But he is not the same size as his dad. No. You are not a cruiserweight. You are a heavyweight. Yeah, you can't really deny it. Start wrestling like one. I'm not going to go that far. Um, I want him to add some heavyweight moves to his exactly. arsenal. I can I can go with that route. Try doing a power bomb every now and then. A thousand percent. Yeah, not every you. This is not, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna date the shit out of myself. This is not '97. You're not Hooven. This is not Hooventude versus Ray. I don't need literally everything to be off the ropes, or the Hurricane Rana variation. Look at what Parka. Dude, Heavy I mean door. the heavyweight luchador who does minimal flying and all power moves and used to just beat your ass with a chair at the same time. And was entertaining as hell. He's, he still is sometimes. A little crazy, that. but, you know, it's... Uh, well, well, I'm about to say, when you've been in the business long enough, it, yeah, you're getting awfully crazy. Um, I could talk about the Usos and Street Profits, but, I mean, they do great work every single time. There's nothing ever bad with them. I just feel like... You got. I mean, I understand that we got to keep the bloodline strong, but like, can, does it really have to be at the expense of your next best team? Yeah, because because the new day is not a thing right now. And you know what? I'll say it. New day has run its course. Yeah, they've been a thing for a minute, man. Like over ten years at this point, I think. Yeah. And it's not to say that they, like, they have. They have gotten all the juice out of that orange. Oh yeah, there, there's nothing. They, more. they were using the they were using the rind for a minute. We we need to acknowledge that there is a good chance that Big E may never wrestle again. Yeah, that really breaks my heart. And you know, Kopi, I like Kopi. He is not a tag team guy. Get him back into the main event scene. You need people for Roman. You need people. I'm not going to say that he's not a tag team guy. He's, needs, he's grown out of it. Yeah, I will say he's grown out of it. He can't just be your tag team guy anymore. Yeah, he is a main event guy. You get, made him that. Get me Kofi versus Roman. I Personally, I would love to see Kofi be the one to beat Roman. Again, now see here's the here's the reality, and this is the thing that I'm I'm starting to allow my interest to get taken by is with Vince gone, possibilities are open. Yeah. We're not just worried about when is Brock coming back, how long is Drew gonna be chasing it, who's the next I mean it's probably gonna be Seamus and then maybe Randy and no Hunter has plans for people. Or should I say Paul? He has plans for other guys. Do I think Tommaso Ciampa is going to be like a gigantic thing? No. But, I mean, he's getting a fucking U.S. title push. Yeah. Which is great. So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to win it. But, I mean, the guy went from being behind the scenes with The Miz to you go, you're going to go against fucking Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Who the people are absolutely in love with. Exactly. So uh, this is this is huge. You know what I mean? You got the closet fans coming back, if you will. And I'm going to say it like that. Yep. You got the closet fans yeah. coming back. And you got the hardcores of the E, like Lashley's been the dude. But again, I don't know anybody on the outside that hates any that hates Lashley at all. 
I, I, I hear I have never heard any ill will at all from Lashley about Lashley. None. When he's not on the microphone, people love him. Yeah, he's one of those dudes. He does not need to talk. Doesn't he? He doesn't really ever. Yeah, he never really needs to. He he is literally the guy that talks in the ring. He's like Brock. Brock doesn't need to talk, and honestly, Brock should not talk. But he's fucking hilarious. Like Brock, country Brock is hilarious. Country Brock is a dude that will beat your ass, and then go cook a steak, and then he will make you work the farm. Okay, come on, come on. You've been sleeping long enough. Let's go. You need to go. You need to go feed the pigs. You know, you need to go fucking much stalls. That's right. God no, he, he'd probably put you on the shit detail. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Mucking stalls. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, it's, I think overall, great pay per view. Or, sorry, premium live event. Premium live event. Even I Pat McAfee. I still can't get out where that. Even the Pat McAfee Happy Corbin was uh, was really good. Pat McAfee talked about it on his show a little bit. <laughs> I was like, I because I, I remember watching it and how he like was getting onto the ropes and he was, and I was like, dude, I swear to God, I kept seeing like misters or something, just random like mists of water would just come around the arena, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Or come into the shot, and all of a sudden you see Pat on the top, and he's gonna hit the swanton of the outside on Corbin, and he's fucking like slipping. And he's like, dude, I caught myself for like 0.2 seconds. And I was like, I got to go. And I was like, that's he went from being an NFL Pro Bowl punter to the mindset of a professional wrestler. And, you know, it's perfect. Like he's somebody he gets it, you know, like Logan Paul gets it. They get it, which is just crazy. I think, honestly, the weakest match on the card was Rhea versus Liv. Not yeah. real versus live. Uh, live versus. Oh yeah, live and Ronda. Oh yeah, for sure. You for know, sure. And honestly, I, I I don't blame Live for that. No, no, no. no. I mean, I, I we they, we understand that they wanted to extend the feud. Uh, I don't know if this was the right way. Um, it it definitely makes me not that intrigued to continue to see it. But then again. Paul's good at building feuds that are already happening. So there's, there's, I'm, I'm, I hate that I'm hate admitting this right now. No, I'm not. You know what? I'm giving him hope. When the old man is gone and now logic has become a thing, I'm going to give them hope. Yeah. But then again, that hope can also just be slapped out of me. So I don't call it hope. I call it cautious optimism. Let's go. With, I like that a lot more. I'm not all that intrigued by it, but at the same time, it's like, eh, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. We're going to see what's going to happen. That is, yep, there is exactly, we'll see what will happen. So before we get into some more craziness, uh, actually, you know what? We need to talk about the craziness of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Shit Mark Say. Oh, good Lord. This should be good. OMG, Kevin Nash. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Tell me you did not just say that. WTF, thought he was dead, LOL. Names have been protected to, actually, names have been changed to protect their stupidity because 
No, these guys are fucking just absolute nerds. So normally we start with anybody I got on TikTok. Um, I've got one, and it seems to just be like the normal notion. Now, I did not feed into this guy's energy at all. It, he literally commented, um, and I just was like, I'm, I, I, I don't give a shit enough to reply. And it was simply, uh, the question had been asked, is, is TK's time as Booker done? Like, is it time to be done with? Because somebody on TikTok was upset with the Eddie Kingston-Chris Jericho match. Guess, guess what, bud? We were all pissed off at that match, okay? We were yeah. all mad at it, okay? You were not in the minority. You were with the majority. But, no, it was... I mean, I look at it, and I say, can you blame TK? Or do you look at Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho and say, you guys have a combined, like, 40 years of wrestling knowledge, and this is what you do? You guys are this sloppy and this offbeat. Like, cause that's what it is. I don't know TK's in there. TK's not in there fucking, you know what I mean? Making sloppy shots and, you know, running into, running into Jericho before he's trying to finish his move and all this shit. Like he's not in there wrestling. That's on them. Yeah. So that, that got me into the whole, like, I got to go in there and I'm, and that was my exact defense, but I got one from this guy. We'll just say he's an electrician. And he says, the, the, the Gresham-Claudio match was my last straw. Scorpio Sky gets no respect. TK is a WWE mark who only pushes WWE guys. TK is a mark fan that is ruining his own company. There's a lot to unpack there. Okay, only pushes WWE guys. <clears throat> okay. Um... Let's see. Current tag team champions. Swerve Strickland. Most people forget he was in the E at this point. Yeah, his E run wasn't big enough. And then Keith Lee, they used and abused. If you remember Bearcat that much, I mean. And but here, let me, I'll help you. Let me give you some true examples real fast. So who are the four, who are the four fucking pillars of AEW. Guevara. Okay, Sammy Guevara, who was not... They, NXT told him no. Multiple times. Multiple times. MJF, the guy that you guys can't wait to sign with E, he is not an E guy, but yet and, got a gigantic push. And they passed on him multiple times. Again, they were... Go. Wardlow. Passed on him. Current TNT champion. Let's go with, I don't know, fucking the current TBS champion, Jade Cargill. Passed on her. Passed on. I, I, can't do, do what? Thunder Rosa. Let's even go for the Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Squashed Passed. her on live television. Hikaru Shida. Passed on her. The list goes on and on and on and on. So he is not a mark for WWE, guys. He understands business and what draws. And unfortunately, yeah. and, and, and we say it like this because... We have to, in because w w when when it comes down to the drawing factor, there's good and there's bad. There's good because we get, we don't get Dean Ambrose, we get John Moxley. We don't get Daniel Bryan, we get Brian Danielson. We get the version of Moxley that should have been Dean Ambrose in WWE. Exactly. We don't get that cartoony bullshit where he comes out in a fucking gas mask. Exactly. We get a much, much more serious and well, uh, well-rounded version of FTR. Not those 
bullshit comedy segments in the back, you know. And with with Mox, I feel that had Triple H been in charge of the E, that is the Dean Ambrose that we would be seeing right now. Oh yeah, factuals. That 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 would be Ambrose right now. Thousand percent. <clears throat> but that's that's the whole thing. It's it's of all the people, like he's obviously not a mark for the E guys. He took what he saw from these guys when they were performing on the indies and said, you go be the best version of you. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And what so to get back what I was driving at with the good and the bad between this, like I said, we get the new we get the better version of Moxley. Mm-hmm. We get the better version of Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. But the negative we get is we get fucking Matt Hardy. And we get and I'm not going to say we get Christian Cage. I'm not going to be sour on Christian Cage. I went from being sour on Christian Cage to this guy is awesome because of how his just promo work with Jungle Boy has been. He's good with promos, ring action. Yeah. There we go. I, but I, I, I will say this. To this fellow that uh, we are referring to, it's business. You know, don't look at it from a wrestling standpoint. Look at it from a bit. Bu- if I am a businessman, which Tony Khan is a businessman, mm-hmm. you need to look at it like I need to get eyes on my product. I have sponsors. I have a network. If I only push indie guys, guys like Hangman Page, guys like uh, Sammy Guevara, you know, it, Wardlow, people, if I push those people as my top stars, the average casual wrestling fan has no idea who they are. It's the truth. But if you have somebody who, let's say, got tired of the of WWE and just stopped watching, let's say they're flipping through channels on a Wednesday night, and you see CM Punk on your TV, you're going to think, wait a minute, I didn't know this guy was still wrestling. What is, what is this? Mm-hmm. You need to get eyes on your product. Now... Was the Jericho Kingston match bad? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And and I think I, I made the point that AEW needs to stop trying to do death matches. Yeah, they have done three now. They have done the Omega Moxley one, which was not necessarily the talent's fault. It, the match was just laid out horribly. Mm-hmm. Factual. They have done this match, and then they did the Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho one, which that one was great. I about to say that was a lot better. We got, got a lot of intake from Nick Gage, HD. <laughs> I think part of that was, bless you. Thank you, thank you. Sorry about that. You know, you had a guy like Nick Gage who does this professionally. This yes. is what he does. And, you know, you had his input. And it wasn't like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I I, I like, the problem is neither Kingston nor Jericho are deathmatch wrestlers. No. They don't know how to lay one out. I mean, Kingston's been a part of, he's been around it, but he's never been in it like that. Now, what they should have done, reach out to, uh, to Brett Lauderdale and GCW. And just say, hey, can you come in? Help us lay this out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could have had Nick Gage come in just as as one-time producer and to lay it all out. 
and it, it just it, the whole thing was awkward. Like the the Jericho Appreciation Society set part was they couldn't get the cage door open, so they were just randomly just squeezing through the bars. Like no, not randomly. Fucking Danny Garcia got out of there like he was fucking getting lit on fire. So and that that cage was not up all that high. No. So you're telling me you had to wait until it was on the ground when you could have just kind of like shimmied out and then lowered yourself? Like mm-hmm. it, sometimes you can't sometimes you can't expand your disbelief that far. And like, trust me, those are some of those moments where we're just like, bro, do you really not know how to use a lock and key? I, I think the biggest thing that if I like if I'm looking at Tony Khan right now and talking to him, I would just say, Tony. Do not insult your fans' intelligence. Oh, yeah, don't do it. Vince McMahon has done that for years, and that is why people are watching your show. No lies detected. And this brings me to my point, my biggest point, and I've made this to you, to Gazzy, to everybody. I'm reminded of a promo uh, shortly after WrestleMania 31 when Brock came back. There was something that Triple H said to Seth Rollins at the time. He says, you are at a point now where you are where you need to be. The pressure is on. Are you going to turn into the diamond that we know you can be? Or are you going to crumble and fall? And... For the longest, TK has been operating on the I'm not Vince McMahon mode. Like, and he's been banking on that. Well, Vince is gone. Right. And this is the Paul Avec era of creative. And we've seen that now that it's not business as usual. And I've said it in TSK, Tony Khan needs to step it up. Oh, no. Now, now he has no choice. You have no choice now. Now Vince isn't all of a sudden coherent and, oh, maybe we should do this smart thing or maybe we should. No, you have a guy who, and I'm going to say it like this, even though they lost every single week of the Wednesday Night Wars, you had a guy. Except like one week. Exactly. You had a guy who every single week you were neck and neck with on a on a show where he didn't have the near amount of stars and near amount of sponsorship and viewership and all the nonsensory in between now he's got raw and smackdown and nxt he's got everything nxt got better too from what i heard i didn't watch it again i i it's i'm still hesitant that the what did you call it the the cautious Cautious optimism optimism. so i'm still very cautious about the entire thing so it's it was Maybe next week. Maybe I watch SmackDown tomorrow. We I don't know just yet. But I mean, it's the fact of the matter is, is if he's got guys like us thinking this way, you're a million percent by TK saying, "Hey, brother, I we get it." But yeah, just like how Harold was saying in the chat, with a roster as bloated as we have, why is every week not a like a holy crap week? Yeah, and the thing that worries me is. And you said that you said this last night. You have the guy who produced the worst one of arguably the worst Royal Rumble matches if of not. all time. Mm-hmm. And you put him as one of your EVPs. 
Yeah, that giant. The, oh God, the, I was gonna get into that in a minute, but yeah, all the promotions they made, and yeah, he's gonna be one of your top dudes. You put Madison Rain as the head of women's creative. Why, in God's name, could you not bring in, you know, somebody with a little more experience, somebody like like Amy Dumas? She'd do it. Oh yeah. You know, why not bring in, you know, AJ Lee? Yeah, AJ Lee didn't want to she wanted to get back into the wrestling business. And I mean, and at the same time, you're really gonna like you're gonna tell you're gonna say no to again the the female version of punk, literally, because that's his wife, you know. But no, and also like in a, in a in a very more literal manner because she wrestled a different style. She talked a different yeah. way, she or, looked different. Or, you know, who else do we have that is free contractually? Oh, Soraya, a.k.a. Paige. Yeah, she, again, you want to go back to roots? Her fucking family is gigantic yeah. in the UK. They're promoters. Exactly. And, like, all time promoters. If you want to use somebody that you already have, Give us some of the women you already had. Give us Serena Deeb. I was going to say Serena fucking Deeb is sitting right there. And you give us Madison Rain? Like, I'm worried. That Yeah, that to me feels like, like a, like a, like a, uh, like so much of a reach. Like, you know what? I, I As much as I want to keep going through the rest of these guys, they're a bunch of fucking smarks and that's the shit they say. This is the stuff we have to get into right now because you, it, we need to get it. To, 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 I'm with you. We could go all day. Well, let's. Okay, here's my point, and I'm going to make it this point, and this is going to be the point that clicks with fucking everybody. How long was Madison Rain in TNA or Impact? Multiple times over, what, 10 years? Something like that? The, her, the majority of her run and. Was any of it worthwhile? What feuds can you really remember? I don't. You know what, dude? And again, this is. I'm, I didn't watch Impact, so if if I if you want to ridicule us in the comments or whatever, go right ahead, dude. I, I that 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 is your luxury of being a fan of this show. But the reality is, I hear Madison Rain, and I think of two things. Isn't that the girl that's married to Bubba Ray? And oh wait, wasn't she also in the in the Beautiful People? No, she uh, she's married to uh, Josh Matthews, who used to be SmackDown announcer. Oh, that guy. Okay, you're thinking of uh, Velvet Sky. There you go. That's what I thought, Velvet Sky. But again, are, are they not of the Beautiful People? Yeah. So again, I get the intent. It's to me that group blended in. But again, I was not a TNA Impact fan. I was not, and I'm not going to pretend to be. I mean, I was a fan of some of the guys, Joe, AJ, Daniels, you know, guys like that. I had reasons to go back and, like, watch them. But, I mean, I didn't – I was not watching every week to get invested yep. like that. So, I – yeah, no, absolute head-scratcher. Um, but then again, you know what, dude? Maybe – maybe this is all a uh, – hey – do you think it's going to be bad? Watch it be good. Maybe we're just being negative. But again, we say that, and I know about Sanjay Dutt, and he, when he showed up in the E and started doing uh, creative there, it sucked. 
And let's not forget more Pat Buckery. And that's the and that's again, that's the thing that's become that's a term that's shown up on this show that Pat Buckery has begun. And now it's a real thing. It is a real, real thing. The guy is fucking what is he? V no, uh Executive Sanjay Jet. No, he is the VP of talent development. Of talent development. What? You want to do that? Why not put in somebody like, oh, I don't know, Jericho? Or, better yet, even better, Dustin fucking Runnels. I mean, you got plenty of guys back there that know more about the business than anything else. So I just... Why why Dustin is not EVP? Like, I'm sorry, as soon as Cody left... They should have given his job to Dustin. Simple. Absolutely. And I've said it in, in the chat. Dustin is the more talented brother. Yeah, I mean, the guy's been wrestling since the mid-80s and has been popular. I, I, find, me, I find me somebody else that could have gotten the Goldust character over. I'm not even going to fucking, nope. Not Goldust. even going to bother. Jericho. Not even going to bother. Jericho couldn't even do it. Nope. I mean, and he's he's getting every other character under the sun over. So anyway, Skivo gets a promotion as well. He's going to be senior producer and special advisor, working directly with talent as part of talent relations team. Um, it looks, I mean, from what I'm reading right here, from what it's being said by F4WOnline.com, uh, Pat Buck is since he's the VP of talent development, he will liaison. He will be working with talent and production, overseeing all coaches, providing input on matches and promos, and the lead uh, and lead the talent relations team. So it's mainly looking like Sanjay Dutt is getting the giant push as far as um, him and, and QT Marshall are the guys that are going to be creative and uh, you know development. QT, I'm not so worried about. He hasn't done. Terrible, but he hasn't been like excellent either. I mean, besides Hook, who else have they really that he's pushed? Who else has really been good? Uh, again, I'll say that I got behind Anthony Agogo, but I mean, that guy was a boxer before he was he even met QT. He, yeah, QT does, has done some good stuff, but at the same time, you also got to realize he's also got power now. Mm-hmm. Power changes people. Power does change people. Power changed Cody. Power changed Cody. Yeah, no, you're no arguments here. Three-time TNT champion. Yeah. When and we had that random him beating Sammy for the title, which yes. makes no sense. I I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know. It made no sense. Like, uh, and then Sammy gets it back. What was it like? Two weeks later, three weeks later, something like that. Yeah, same. And, and Grant gave us that great ladder match. Yes, but for what reason? It makes no sense. It makes none yeah. at all. But you know what, DC? You were talking about power. It changes and people. It does change people. And uh, when Dazzy got some power to be that judge of the jury, and he got to retain his championship, he took his power and he took off to the beach. So. I guess we have to listen to him fucking babble on. Maybe he lost. Maybe he pulled the HBK and lost his smile. Hey, who knows? But well, let's hear from the captain.
Slam, literally our biggest episode of the year. It even ended Promo Mania. So first of all, thank you to everybody that made last week so special. I can't state enough how much we at Match Wrestling appreciate you. Now you know what? <clears throat> I honestly didn't expect to beat the Walker last week. I didn't think I'd still be here as your world champion. But Fate intervened, and now it seems I'm walking into promo series 7, Rising Storm. Still, your Dragon King. And Rising Storm is not just a cute name for promo series this year. There is indeed a storm coming. Call me the oncoming storm, because I'm bringing all the thunder I can muster. The jury has lost too much. But maybe that depends on your perspective. Sure, my former alter ego to shape went rogue and formed the House of Ashes with Travis Anderson and sure they used the power of the demoness to pull Moses Marquez, my co-host, into the group, but who really holds the power? See, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm, still holds the record as longest reigning world champion and most defenses, obviously. And I'm running away at the top with the most collective days spent as your world champion, hence the new custom Dragon King World Championship in celebration. And as for Cypher, he's stepping up like never before, and it took a sneak attack last week to cost him the TV title. So I'm booking it right now. No surprises, no sneak attacks, Cypher will challenge Moses one-on-one -on -one for the television championship at promo series 7 And speaking of promo series 7 The way I see it We were robbed of a proper conclusion with the walker last week, so I'm gonna give you one more shot With a twist At promo series 7 it will be the captain versus the walker versus the lawyer in Matt Wrestling's first ever triple threat world championship match. Oh, but wait, there's more. You see, before the world title came along, I always said I wasn't here for the gold. I didn't compete for the knowledge championship. I didn't compete for the promo championship, but the world championship was thrust upon me and I got a taste for gold. And now that I'm clearly synonymous with the history of the Max Wrestling World Championship, I feel like broadening my horizons. So as we know, next week, the delayed Knowledge Championship title match between the Phoenix and the Walker will take place at Max Wrestling Title Wave. As we also know, the World Championship is still over my shoulder, and as we also know, the Knowledge Championship will be defended on the 400th episode in November. And as we also know, two weeks after the 400th episode at Promo Series, the Knowledge Champion traditionally runs the Winner Stays On Gauntlet. 
Well, I don't care who the knowledge champion's gonna be by then, but at the end of the gauntlet is gonna be... me. Competing for the knowledge championship for the first time ever. See, I feel like I've given you people everything. And now I believe, take what you can, give nothing back. So with that said, I'm gonna continue to enjoy my celebration out here on the Island of Supremacy, and I will see you next week at Tidal Wave. change the world unless we change ourselves you finally noticed me you finally acknowledged me bravo party in the usa a clip from my promo climax battle with robert davis included in your promo bravo captain bravo hope that song didn't get stuck in your head <laughs> you have invited me on to the 400th episode of max wrestling Hell, I'm even shocked that this show has even got the 400 episodes. I mean, you guys are about that AEW, that Forbidden Door. I mean, this show was more like a revolving door, but hey, I hear you and I see you. Now, you've given me a chance to come on and say what I need to say. I'm not going to do it on a 400th episode of Max. I want to do it where I was born into Max Wrestling promo series where I made my debut on the Max Wrestling Podcast where I've done so many great things and had great moments, laughs, memories on the Max Wrestling Podcast. I mean, sometimes I wonder to myself, why would I even want to come back to the Max Wrestling Podcast? I mean, it only made me suicidal. It made me lose my confidence. It made me angry. It made me cry. It really killed my spirit. It made me feel worthless it made me not feel valued. It just made me feel horrible. It made me feel unwanted. It made me feel like that I didn't fit in. You hurt me. And you don't even care. This is the only way I can get through to you. But hey, the past is the past. And this is the present, you know, and looking back over this past year and a half, two years and getting myself back to where I needed to be and looking at through all my 30 years of living on this planet that we call Earth, I've come to find that I like myself. I love myself. I like what I get to do for people. I love what I get to do for people, my mom, my family. I like that. I love that. But you, you're not going to like, you're not going to love what I have to say. We can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Change is good. Change is so good. I'm going to say what I need to say at promo series. I'm going to get some things off my chest. You'll know. You'll really know how I feel. 
see a promo series. Let me assure you, change is good. Welcome back to The Mo Show. God, that sounds good. If we in DC, me in DC made you laugh, made you cry, or even pissed you off, please hit that subscribe button, follow button, like button, comment, do something. Join the Max Wrestling craze because we're growing each and every day because we are here each and every Thursday because that's how we roll. And our next special event is Promo Series 7, Rising Storm, coming to you November the 22nd, and the card is already stacked. That it is, and it's about to get bigger. Uh-oh. Mo, I have made history. I was the first person who won the Iron Bank to say, you know what? I'm taking plan C. I'm not taking a champion. I am not doing a title. I'm cashing in for the main event. Nobody saw that coming. No. So I am going to issue a challenge right now for promo series. I know he's watching this show because he watches it every week, whether he says it or not. Promo series. I am issuing a challenge to a former cha- a former champion, a former co-captain, if you want to call it that. I am challenging good old Michael Chuck to a promo at promo series. Mike, I know you're watching this. I know oh it. my goodness, Pandora's box has officially been opened. Oh, I'm kicking that box open. Again. You guys have seen it week after week after week. Mike's hiatus has been a thing that we've talked about week after week after week. Seeing video week after week after week. And DC seems to be sick and tired of them. I'm I'm saying, you know what? Annie up. Annie up. Indeed. Put your chips on the table. Put every, lay everything out. One more time. Wow. 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 If the card wasn't stacked already, and I'm going to go through it, talk about it. I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm already mad and tricked. November 22nd, we will probably get DC, depending on if Mike Larkin's uh, got the huevos enough to say yes. I don't know. We'll see. The guy's been gone for a minute. He may not know. He may not want it. That's the thing. We got to wait and see. But you know who does want it and who is going to get it. I've been ordered by the captain that I have a fucking goddamn. I have a rematch. Me and Cypher. One more time for the television championship. Oh, I don't want to hear. No- hey, the jury's playing trickeries. I have agreed to this. And as far as I know, more stipulations are coming. God only knows. The traditional winner stays on gauntlet for the Knowledge Championship will be going down as well. The captain will be the final challenger to enter the gauntlet or the, to end the gauntlet, which is the first time he's been a part of the Knowledge 
championship chase. So this is going to be fucking crazy. Um, I'm excited. The problem is he's going to be a big-time competitor in the knowledge realm. For those who think that he may not be one because he's always on the opposite side, you learn a lot when you're the guy reading the questions. So I'm thinking he's going to be a bigger bigger headache than, than we'd like him to be. And then lastly, the main event for promo series is the captain versus the lawyer versus the walker. First ever triple threat world championship title match. The promos coming in hot for promo series seven. For more information, go to maxwrestling.net's former slash promo series seven. Good Lord. What a fucking card. What a card. What a card. All right. We got some more news to get into. I want to be quick. I want to be just with it, though. But the first thing we got to talk about, because we're video game guys, AEW's uh, trailer for Fight Forever got released. And as much as we are digging how it looks, how it's probably going to play, when the fuck did we ask for Mario Party? And not just that, all the mini games, the baseball, all that. Why? I, I, I don't, I don't, under, like, make a, a separate game. Is this why this game took so much time to develop? You have mobile games. You have the GM. You have mm-hmm. that. You have, you, have you know, the casino. Oh, yeah, the casino. Thing, which to me is weird, but, you know, you're a wrestling company making a casino game, whatever. Right. I'm not going like, to. Maybe it was like the pinball craze. Got to have a casino game. I just, I don't understand why you're, see, the problem is you are making, you are putting in modes that people are only going to play a handful of times and just, what worries me and my thought, you have a decent roster. Are you trying to stack your game because you don't have all these modes? Is that what it is? You know, Give us a give us a steel cage match. Give us matches that you know we don't normally see. Even if you've never done them, like dog collar match, you've done one. You know you're doing the uh, barbed wire exploding match. Like I want to see how that's going to play. Yeah, that's we had talked about that. Never done. Never we, had, done. we had talked about that, and we had and we had said, you know what, that's going to be interesting because yeah, we've never seen it in a video game. And then on top of that, and then we of course have to make the joke: Is it going to be a dud? Yeah, you know, should they should they make two versions of it? The Japanese death match versus you know the exploding ring match. Have have two options, but have it be you don't know which one you're going to get. Yeah, you know, and then I don't know. It'd just be just fun stuff right there. But <sighs> the game's coming out. I'm excited to play it. It's just I I did not ask for Mario Party on top of my AEW wrestling game mm-hmm. personally. For me, that the, the time that you guys took to write the code to make those mini games, you could have done it to add a consistent DLC. Ensure that oh, your music is up to date, your movesets are up to date, your mm-hmm. uh, your gear is up to date. That's You really want to stick it to the E? You really want to stick it to WWE 2K's gimmicks? Debut the game and have it match the current day. Mm-hmm. That is, I swear to you, will put you up here compared to the ease game give us active updates you know that where, too. whether it's monthly or quarterly you know you know what i love that i will say to to wwe's credit <clears throat> and i've never seen this in all the years that i've played their games we got new content added post-launch 
They included the arena for NXT 2.0 for free. Free. They've never done that. That's big. And it's new things. Like, if you update quarterly, you can even do it as a DLC. Fans will pay for it. That's, I was just going to say, doesn't W, I think, believe WWE's game right now, it's like you do like 25 bucks or whatever for their season pass. Yeah. It comes with all kinds of shit. If you just, even if my season pass doesn't come with the extra bonus this or the bonus that or the extra people, if you just give it to me, if I just got to pay you 20 bucks a month or 20, well, 20 bucks extra and every three months I'm getting theme updates, gear mm. updates, mm. Uh, I mean, maybe not tracking updates or whatever, but just bug fixes, you know, simple, basic shit. Yeah. I would pay you. I would gladly, I'll gladly spend the money. And the, uh, the point that I made to you last night, you know, one of the things that the E games have legends. Yeah. You know? Legends. So here's what you do. And I think this is genius idea. And if you, if people think I'm wrong, I don't care because I'm not wrong. Love it. Look at legends that have not been, maybe aren't currently signed to WWE under a legends deal because, you know, that's how they get people. Mm -hmm. Find us people that are not under contract in any way to the E, have maybe never been in a game, and sign them. Have them in your game. Guys like Tully Blanchard, guys like Arn, you know. Give us people that are not tied down, you know. Reach out to Ole Anderson. Get that grumpy old man. Yeah, right. You know, reach out to some of the other horsemen out there, you know. Like, give us people that the E does not do anything with. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And I I think, you know, the fans will will dig that, you know. Work out a deal with New Japan. I mean, that's that's my number one. We've gotten Fire Pro, but I mean, like, yeah. We talked about it. Fire Pro is a straight up wrestling game. There is no frills, no thrills. You yeah. are in it for the button combination of how to wrestle. Exactly. That is it. It's not Fire Pro is not for casual gaming fans. No. Give us something, you know. Give us, you know, guys. You have Ring of Honor. Give us the Ring of Honor roster. Yeah, but like debut it as like, you know what I mean? This is make it, even if that means like this is our official debut of these are the guys on the fucking Ring of Honor roster. We have to take it from the video game, whatever. I don't give a shit, but make the Ring of Honor roster. Make, you know, like, uh, okay, so like Roosh, Claudio, obviously, you know, like all those guys, they're fucking, they're Ring of Honor dudes, you know. You can have uh, Wheeler. You know, it could be just like how the fucking WWE game is. You know, you can have a dude who would be on SmackDown who has like a, a raw belt or, you know, back in the day used to be able to. But yeah. I mean, the, the idea is, is, is it's there's things that they could have done differently, but we'll have to wait and see. For all we know, everything's in there like that. Just the idea of them like fucking mini games was just very off putting. It's weird. It, uh, and I'll say this, people that, you know, they, I guess there's a date of December 2022. I'm telling people it's not launching in December. There's no, no way. No, I don't, I Honestly, don't think so. You, that's a placeholder date. They always do it. 
with every single game. WWE did it with 2K22. You know, it had a placeholder date of of December 21. Didn't launch till March. Is the AEW game going to launch around March of 23? No. Because 2K23 is going to launch. I was say, that's when 2K drops. I think, honestly, realistically, I'm going to say, if I'm guessing... I think second quarter of twenty three is a, is a fair is a fair assumption. I don't, and here's my thing: I don't hate it. I really don't. But again, you're not you're you got to think about everything that comes mm-hmm. out during this time of the game season. And for your non gamers out there, or your casual gamers out there, you don't understand. Every November December, there's a fucking literal war between Call of Duty and Battlefield. Yep. Every fucking year. And then last year, I think they threw Halo in there. And yeah. then previous years, like games like Titanfall looked like it was going to be gigantic. They threw it in there with fucking, you could battle with Call of Duty and Battlefield. No, the fuck you can't. You no, know, the fuck you can't. The only games that have been able to do that, GTA, because it's GTA. But again, that's, but that is a, at this point, that's a fucking once in a decade game. They fucking leave the same game out and constantly update it for, and they leave it out for like ten years, and, and then they decide we're going to do a new one. Multiple systems, yeah, that's multiple it. generations. Yeah, you're fucking. And I, I will say this: it's not going to launch in the first quarter because nobody buys games in January. Nobody buys games in February. New games, we don't eh, see. It. No, 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 no. All my money's been spent for Christmas. Exactly. You know, people don't have the money for it. No. So I, I think around June ish. I mean, know, if you and I'm gonna say this, if you really wanted to be a dick, you could fucking release in February. But I'm guaranteeing you, you are not gonna do as well as you think. No, because if as a consumer, if my choice is between AEW Fight for the Fallen, which just as a game title, what yeah, it already throws me off. Or WWE 2K23, which I know is an established brand, and are, with the exception of 20 of 2K20, their games are usually decent. I, I'm, I'm sticking with the WWE game. Okay, so here I got it. Since you're the gamer and or you're a gamer with me, I gotta throw this one at you because this is a this is, used to be a thing for me. This used to be a thing for me. For I think it was three years. You had the choice between Madden NFL football from 12, 13, 14, or for half the price, you could play the ESPN NFL games. If AEW decided we want to just be the better game and they took a giant cut, say they say their game was 40 bucks. Every game is 60. Say they decided to release the game at $40 and they dropped it in March. Would you would you then at least consider it, or would you just stick with the fact that yeah, two K is an established brand regardless of the money? With it being a new title, I would consider it. I would want to see some reviews first. I'm um, definitely with that. It's kind of how I did it with two K twenty two this year. I wanted to see some reviews because two K twenty and <clears throat> was was weird because. There was a media blackout with 2K20. Yeah. Like, they weren't talking about it, which is alarming. 
There. But then, you know, a couple like a week to two weeks before launch, you start to see little sprinklings of reviews, and it's like saying, guys, there's problems. Mm-hmm. And then you see graphics that are still like that. Like, you can still play the game. I could re-download it to my system right now, and I would still deal with, 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 with issues. Like, Oh, yeah, you would. Because the problem with that game... That was the first game without Ukes. Yeah. Uh, 2K thought, eh, we don't need them. You know, we, we, we've got visual concepts, our in-house team. They had to rebuild, and you know coding. Mm-hmm. A game from scratch is... And no, and that, that is, trust me, as a coder, when you say from scratch... It's 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 not it is exactly like cooking from scratch. You exactly. are taking every motherfucking little ingredient and recombining them. The proprietary code there belongs to Ukes. It's so then you ha- exactly. And as a coder, if you have nothing to base off of, yeah, you can you can always go from scratch. That's what you're taught. You could go from scratch, but now you have to think like they thought. Does their code is their code a similar code? Is it going to run as well? That's there's so many factors, so many factors that go into it. And then again, what if every time they run it, they run into errors because they're not, they don't have access to the proprietary code? Yeah, that's you took it with them. You just like, okay, we're it's ours. We're taking it. Yeah, the smartest thing they could have did. So. All right, want to keep going here. Very quick, uh, congratulations to Cassie Lee and AEW Sean Spears expecting their first child. Congratulations to them. I mean, from what I was, from what I'm thinking, I, the Iconics, or I forget whatever their new name is. The Inspiration. Their Inspiration. As far as I know, they're done. Yeah, they retired. So, but good for them. Before this, <clears throat> I got to think with Triple H back in charge, I wouldn't have been shocked to have seen him go back. No. Nah. I would not have been shocked. No, because but at the, but then again, I think I think literally, if this move would have been made maybe four months sooner, oh yeah, things would be way different. Way if it different. didn't take if it didn't take a sexual harassment scandal to force out your boss, I mean, it, that's the fucking sad reality. That we like, we were just thinking, what's it going to take to get this guy to go? What's it going to take for him to get gone? And we were thinking, maybe, me, you know, maybe his age, you know, maybe you know, he's just sick and tired of it. And, and no, he literally had to get caught in some bullshit. Uh, and I've said it to you, and I'll just say say this quickly. Honestly, I, I thought they were, and I don't want to seem, you know, macabre or you know, I honestly thought they were going to find Vince dead in his office. Dang. Of a heart attack. Like, I, mean, I thought that's what was going to happen. That he was gonna, just going to pass away at work. But did I think it was going to be this? No. Am no. I shocked? No. No. <laughs> I think no. we all kind of knew Vince was a scumbag. I think, God, there's a very uh, famous dude, I forget who right now, that says it awesomely. And it's the more like you, you have to be some kind of a dickhead to be successful, mm-hmm. at least to that degree. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, look at all of them: Bezos, Gates, you know, other yeah. people. Yeah, there's that's yeah, exactly exactly it. 
All right, quick couple of New Japan notes. Uh, Carl Fredericks has announced that he is not re-signing with New Japan, and he will be going on his own. I'm immediately thinking this guy's going to go to Impact or whatever. Carl Fredericks was one of the guys that originally joined the LA Dojo. He was one of the um, young lions that hung out and around in Japan, one of the gaijins, one of the Americans that showed up, and he's been good. He's been recognizable. For those who pay attention to New Japan strong, he is not... um, the guy that showed up in AEW, but uh, Carl Fredericks, he's he's a good talent. Um, Very much. I hope hope he's not done, but we'll see where he goes. I've got to think, you know, Impact or maybe with, you know, rebrand. Maybe he's going to show up on NXT 3.0. Hey, who knows? You know what I mean? That's the thing. Now the possibilities of guys is going. It could show up in the E. That's a thing now. It's not because- not anymore. I mean, it used to not be, but. We we didn't we didn't address this, but it was said that the uh, the tryouts this past weekend were oh yes were disastrous, and it, it, I think it, it was just rumor, but it looks like WWE is going back to the signing indie stars. Yeah, that was no, that was definitely a note that was made, and it's and maybe because it's of Hunter or I mean of Paul, but the reality is is that's what worked. I understand that, like you, the idea of pushing indie guys and da 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 da, but they're at least safer. You know what I mean? Guys aren't getting hurt. Guys aren't, you know, it's it's not a dangerous, boring product where that you know it's as nineties as can go. You guys have guys out there doing basic moves. You have to be more energetic and more of a gimmick than anything else. No, now it's you know I've been doing this for a minute. This is what we know how to do. Blah 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 blah. So. But again, go sign some guys, get NXT right. I'm all about it. Uh, very quick G1 update. We're uh, we're at I think the 10th night. We still got 28 or 18 days to go. Leader of the A block right now, Kazuchika Okada, six uh, six points. Bad luck, Fale, four points. Jeff Cobb, four points. Toriano, jo- uh, was it uh, Jonah, Lance Archer, and Tom Lawler all coming in at the rear with just two points, aka one win. And the B block current IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Jay White also six points. Sonata and Tamatonga surprisingly both at four points. Um, no surprise here. Taichi, Tomohiro Ishii, Chase Owens, and the Great Okan wrapping up that one with two points apiece. Zack Saber Jr., Hiroki Goto, and Hiroshi Tanahashi are in a three-way tie to lead the C block with four points. While everybody's in the background, two points apiece, and a shocking leader. After defeating Will Ospreay just this past week, David Finley, the leader of the D-Block with six points, Will Ospreay four, Juice Robinson, Yujiro Takahashi, Shingo Takagi, El Fantasmo, and you and uh, Yoshihashi coming up the rear with two points. I'm already thinking this is going to turn into maybe, maybe we get Finley and Zack Sabre. And maybe we get Jay White and Okada, and something tells me that Okada's going all the way. You know, I I, I will say this. I do not want to see Okada in the main event again. I'm not saying ever. I'm not saying ever. I like Okada. But But. storyline-wise, I think you have Jay White as a heavyweight champion. Give me Jay White versus Tamatonga at Wrestle Kingdom. Don't you have it. that that <laughs> Bullet Club story. Cap it off 
Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, the idea of Tamatanga forever, 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 forever has been a thing. God, I don't hate it, man. I really don't. It would be a shock, a gigantic shock. And you know what? Maybe that's what the G1 needs. Needs some shock factor. And they need to take it. Okada is the safe bet. I yeah, I you know what? Now that you're it, you fuck. I god damn, I hate that you laid it out like that because I really like it now. I really like it. It you would know, be Jay White Okada. You'd probably have yeah. Kamatanga, David Finley. David Finley would just he, he would give his heart out out there and then just come just short. And then it's the fucking face of New Japan versus the guy that has literally been in the background. And you can have, you can have that moment, like, um, cause uh, fucking Carl Anderson won the G one. You can have a Carl Anderson moment for him. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean he's got to win the belt, but he winning the G one is huge in its own. Uh, honestly, I think what you do, you have Tamatonga win the world heavyweight title, even if it's just for a brief period, because you got to realize Kenny didn't have it all that long. No. He had it, what, like two months, maybe? Yeah, not that long. It was very short-lived. Yeah. I mean, the story is, Tamatonga was always the soul of Bullet Club. This is the truth. He was the soul. And, you know, what does he do? You have him go kamikaze, all out, balls to the wall, trying to take him out. So I, I think you got to do it. Yeah, I think I think it's time to pull the trigger with Tamatanga. I love this idea. I'm loving this idea. Gato, uh, brother, I know you're not listening. TK, get Gato on the phone, brother. Do it. You know, it's the fact that they didn't have Tamatanga on Forbidden Door. Just yeah, there, trust me. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys that should have been on Forbidden Door, and it was it was it was mad disappointing. When Nido even said they never contacted him. No, and TK he apparently was very picky on who. And he has said he would have done it. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's the that's the thing that that's the thing that sucks about the Forbidden Door show. That I mean, we as much as we loved it, there was some negatives. There could have been way bigger stars out there. Guys ended up getting sick. Uh, so I mean, it had its ups and downs. It was definitely cursed. Hoping if they end up doing another one, it'll add a boy. Hoping if we do another one, or if they do another one, I should say it'll be. I don't want to say better planned out, but I'm gonna say better planned out. They we they low key rusted because they were like fucking COVID's over. Go 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 go, and it just they were fucking spitballing. And COVID's like uh uh-uh. uh. And COVID's like motherfucker, we didn't go away. So now I don't know, but we'll we'll we shall see. Yeah. Um, we have to talk about dynamite. It's part of the show's fucking program. However, this was as it was a good show. I God, I wanted to call it basic. I wanted to call it mediocre. It was a good show. It's just you you had that sour taste in your mouth that fucking guys like Pat Buck are really running the goddamn show. And it showed in the first fucking match with Jay Lethal and Orange Cassidy. I mean, um the match itself was fine. It was when it, when Sanjay Dutt and and Satnam Singh come out to I guess get the upper hand for for Jay Lethal. 
fucking Trent and Chucky come out and I get it's supposed to be vaudeville and and and, and I and I fuck with vaudeville but like something told me that this was also very fucking Pat Buck. Hey, go out there and be dumb. Ha, 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 ha. That's this is something that Vince would have booked. But then the thing that makes it worse, and and you know, and the thing that makes it worse is fucking Satnam Singh counted to like forty five before he decided he needed to engage the now taller people. And I'm like, dude, why did you take so long? I will say this. And I said, you know, I, I said this in Discord, and y'all y'all laughed at first, but now now y'all know it's true. He is the great value Kali. He is quite literally the great value Kali. Hell, he may even be the Dollar General Kali at this point. Damn, that's low budget. I mean, fuck, you were. I mean, we're t- if, if we're considering like bread, like fucking great value bread is like ninety two cents. Bro, fucking Dollar Tree, you like, get that bit. You get two loaves for a dollar. Are you kidding two? me? Don't get me wrong, Satin Singh has a good look. He's sure. not ready. He's got a good look. He can kind of talk, even though I can barely fucking understand him. Yeah, he just and 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 you know what, dude? And this is this is this is where it's gonna get some people heat. There's a difference between him and those other guys that we were talking about, like Logan Paul. Those guys get it. He has yet to get it. Yeah. And when he does, maybe it clicks. But until then. He's still just the guy who's you, oh you you said go okay and that's don't where we're be at. don't try to be a flashy guy be a monster there you go I need you to be a big scary monster Omos gets it Omos gets it there we go Kali got it <laughs> he really you did are, though as much as we want to make fun of him and can make fun of him he did understand his role he is you are a giant you are a monster. Big Show, or sorry, Paul, what? When he was the giant in WCW, he got it. Oh, big time did he ever. Like, don't, don't, as a monster, I don't want to hear a monster talk. I want you to be just that imposing muscle. I'm about to say, what, God, you, the thing, and I'm going to say it like this, and this is going to give me some, either a lot of love or a lot of heat. The reason why Frankenstein was so vicious and so scary of that era was because he had no vocal, no real vocalization. All he did was grunt and go towards you. And as basic and as stupid as that sounds, it works. It works. And 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 again, this is this is what and this is where uh, this is where I'm going to get some heat or not. All else fails. When all else fails and when it looks like it's going bad, revert to the basics. Because Mm -hmm. the basics always work. Whether it's on a level of here or on here, it's going to work no matter what. It's going to hit the scale is the gimmick. When Kane first started in WWE, didn't talk. He had a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of wish he wouldn't talk. You're fucking telling me, bud. You're fucking telling me. Uh, Undisputed Elite comes out, and everybody thinks it's going to be happy-go-lucky. Um, it turns not. It looks like Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, looks like Red Dragon, I should say. No, not Red Dragon. What is that? The Undisputed Era is back. UE is back together. So the the Elite have been separated from the Undisputed Era. 
So I don't know what the fuck we got to call these nerds now. But Hangman comes to make the, the save, and I have no idea what these clothes were. I don't know who he borrowed this fucking white tank top and these fucking butterfly pants from, but okay. <laughs> I, I mean, what is that? I mean, don't, I'm look. I would have keep it funky here. I wouldn't keep it mad funky with you. I almost gave him Geek of the Week just for his fucking outfit. Just for his fucking outfit, man. It's 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 hard. It's it's the pants. Like, Give the pants the geek of the week. I the pants. I can't do it. I have a much better one, but we'll we'll save them for later's. It, it, it looks like they were just stickers that you know they're just like well we have these butterfly stickers. What are you doing? No, no don't you dare downplay it, DC brother, bro. These fucking pants look like he stole them off of a fucking eleven year old girl back in nineteen ninety seven. Player, okay. I used to see these pants on a weekly. At elementary They're, schools. They looked like mom jeans. That shrunk yeah, in the mom, wash. That shrunk in the wash. That works perfectly. Works perfectly. Um, we had actually a really good tag match. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter against uh, Thunderstorm. Leading up into... Uh, was it? I think it's uh, Thunder. It's going to be Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hayter for the AEW Women's Championship. I like it. Um, fuck, bro. It, good. About time. And, I, I'm digging it. You know, I think I think what you do, you have Jamie Hayter win it. You have her win the women's title. Shock factor. And then, you know, you think, well, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, one of them's got to be the heel, one of them's got to be the face. Common sense would say Hayter as the, as the face, right? No. Nope. Baker. And you want to know how? And here's, I'm going to add to that because I'm already down that same road with you. Reba turns. See, there you go. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking at right now. I'm already loving this entire thing. And it's not because I have any kind of ill will towards anybody, but I mean, Britt Baker is your hottest fucking women star out there, period. No questions asked. With or without the bill. One of your top stars in your company, regardless period. of gender. Period. One of your top stars, Period. So making this like so the, the 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 believability of her being a face is more than just believability. It is it is a reality. We can easily go with it very very easily. And if you then throw in something like a fucking Reba Reba uh, heel turn siding with Jamie, then you have a a hard hitting heel in Jamie Hayter who has her new muscle backup, and now you have this inner feud between them, which gets Britt Baker back in the spotlight, gets Jamie Hamer built as a star. We're moving in the right directions. We're building upward, upward is and the you, idea. You have Britt Baker as, you know, the sympathetic baby face because the way she treated people, nobody's going to want to help her. So she's got to do it all on her own. That she does. And you know what? Book it. Book it, Dano. Book it, Dano. Got to talk about the dumpster match. Um, shockingly had a lot of fun watching it. Not even going to lie. Um, I wanted more time for it, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's, I can't get, can't get too mad. The acclaimed did take up the victory, but of course the thing to talk about every time we mention the acclaimed or anybody mentions the acclaimed is what comes out of Max Caster's mouth on the rap. And so they actually ambush um, fucking gigantic Billy Gunn and his kids, beat him up with trash cans. 
that's when Max Caster decides he wants to rap. Basically, fucking, I, Daz, I need you to fucking cut it because I am not about to just mimic anything. His thing was just so good. You have to post it on here. But taking shots at Vince McMahon being retired and, of course, loving the fact that they will always and forever be known as the Ass Boys. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they go. Like, Colton and Austin could go to NXT, could go to WWE, Japan, wherever. They are always going to be ass boys. They will always and forever be the ass boys. Uh, all right. Very quickly, let's look into the future, if you will. Uh, Rampage for Friday. We got some stuff. Madison Rain makes her debut. We have a Friday night street fight. Swerve in our glory. The tag team champions taking on Tony Nese and the debuting Josh Woods, the former Ring of Honor peer champion. And then for the main event of that one, we have the interim AEW world champ elimination eliminator, apparently. John Moxley versus the debuting Mance Warner, who I believe is coming from GCW. I think so. So that's the last time I saw him. But I mean, talk about random. Very, 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 very random. But then again, I think maybe Mox just wants a reason to bleed everywhere, which I can't say I blame him. Yeah. I mean, so, but Mance Warner, like, I got to think people going to bleed. Somebody's going to bleed everywhere, and it's probably going to be Mox and maybe Mance. Uh, maybe they're just everybody's just going to bleed. And, you know, honestly, I, I can already hear Renee being pissed. I can oh, already. God dang it, John. I can, I can hear them screaming now. He's, he's probably going to be couched for this one. For, for sure. Battle of the Belts happens Sunday. Battle of the Belts 3, or Saturday, excuse me. TNT Championship made official last night. Wardlow defends against Jay Lethal. I, I, look, you're going to start burying the fuck out of Jay Lethal. Now we're, we're kind of getting to a point where I'm getting over it. AEW Women's World Championship Thunder Rosa. Jamie Hayter, as we talked about. I could love to see the Jamie Hayter win. Let's see. Let's go for it. And then the Ring of Honor World Championship, Claudio Castagnoli and his first defense against a man who's unfortunately on his way back to Japan, Takeshita. For so now, that one, Japan. Yeah, he's going back to Japan for a little bit. Hopefully he comes right back. God only knows. We only hope. So uh, following next week, AEW Dynamite Quake by the Lake, because we have to have fucking cool names all the time, I guess. Coffin match have made been made official. Darby Allen versus Brody King. Somebody is quite literally going to die. And it's going to be Darby. And it's going to be Darby. And that's quite fine. Tornado Tag, a.k.a. you can fucking be all over the place. Lucha Brothers versus Rush and Andre El Ilolo, a.k.a. the uh, Ingonables. Andrade Flair. Andrade Flair. Hey, yeah, we go check that one out if you haven't. It's You should just watch it anyway, whether it's you consider it bad or not. Jade Cargill has an open challenge for the TBS championship, and this is exactly how you fucking use Jade Cargill. This right here. Good job, TK. And then lastly, we have the interim world championship match. John Moxley versus the winner of the main event, which turned out to be Chris Jericho, as he ended up beating Wheeler Yuta using the Lion Tamer, which I got fucking popped huge for. I love that fucking submission. It's way better than the Walls of Jericho, which is just a fucking Boston Crab. And not a very good one either. No, no, it's not. It looks very lazy. Sorry. Just kind of like how the sharpshooter it. looks nowadays. There's all of two people that know how to apply a sharpshooter. And unfortunately, one of them is Natty. And she does it shitty most of the time anyway. Only oh. one that does it any good is fucking uh, Gar Daniel Garcia. 
Brett used to do it, but even in, in WCW, he just kind of did the whole sitting on the person's ass. Yeah, I don't like it. Anyway, big week coming up. Lots still more to go. Again, we got Friday, we got Saturday, and then right back on Wednesday. But that is going to be it. We got a few things to touch up on, and the first one is Geek of the Week. That's hit that motherfucking music. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. This one's going to be short, sweet. I'm probably going to get some heat for it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're Geek of the Week, and I hope this is the one and only time I call him the Geek of the fucking Week. <sighs> TK. Brother, these were some bad promotions. These were some bad promotions. And I mean, call it, you know, us being nitpicky. Call it whatever the fuck you want, brother. This was bad. So for this week, and again, hopefully this week alone, Geek of the Week. Tony Khan. And since Daz ain't here, I guess I got to pick the bestler of the week, the best wrestler of the week. So hit that music. And now the best wrestler of the week, as I'm stuck to find one, the only guy that pops in my head, and I don't hear anybody fucking back talking me. Brock fucking Lesnar. See, I, I I go different. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'm going Bianca Belair. Okay. You know what? Trumped me. I will absolutely as much as I loved what Brock did, the Bianca thing, much, much better. I love it. I think what that match did, it made her your top female star. She was already a star, but this feud with Becky made her it. Facts. Made her it. Man, did you hit the nail on the head. She is one of the top women's wrestlers in the entire business. I don't, I don't care. No, she's 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 fucking up there right now. She could be this generation's Trish. This generation's Lita. And the fact is, she's only been really around for four or five years. And she's she's literally climbing that ladder fast as hell. And you know what? She's wrestler of the week for me. And you know what? I'm going to change it, and I fucks with that as well. So there it is. Bianca Belair, congratulations. You're the bestler of the week because you're the bestler. That's the you know, best wrestler we had. Better than all the wrestlers. Atta boy. He gets it. I get all it. right, so. Thank you for spending your Thursday with us. We are here at the socials. Again, make sure you're following Max Wrestling UK uh, on Twitter, the Captain 512 and SMR Podnet. Make sure you check out the website, maxwrestling.net. And don't forget to hit the follow, the subscribe button, like, comment, the whole everything. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the social medias and everything in between. Or be cursed. Or be cursed. I would have some plugs for you this week. There would have been an A to B to the Retro Wii, but the reality is, as I, as I told you all last week, Retro Wii Rewind is back on hiatus because the fucking finals week it was more like two weeks, and it was not nice. Um, it was I'm evil. Gonna take, 
I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to go on vacation. You might get some golf videos. And then Retro Rewind comes back hard um, in September. I will give a release date uh, in due time. But September, more than likely the second, first, second week, Retro comes back. And with that coming back, and because September is September, or actually before September, the reason why we're taking this break, the other reason why this is going down is not only is Retro coming back in September, but so is Bolt Ray. I can't not do it. The Chargers are fucking killing it this year. Practice has been excellent. Everything about the team has been excellent. And I've been sitting here on the sidelines and I can't sit here no more. I must talk about my team. So starting in September, not only is Retro Rewind coming back hard to the fucking core, but so is Bolt Ramp. So stay tuned for all kinds of fun stuff. And DC, any final words to that guy that you're challenging before we get out of here? Time to nut up or shut up. You know, you're watching. I know you are. You watch it every week. Nut up, put up, shut up, he says. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe we hear from Mike. Maybe he runs scared and hides in his bedroom. God only knows. But with that being said, join us next week for Max Wrestling's Tidal Wave. As the captain comes back to his seat, the Phoenix will finally get his one-on-one rematch against Travis the Walker Anderson for the knowledge title. You've been watching the mo show featuring dc we'll catch y'all around the bend peace out good night Bye. good shit